welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Unwritten Imaginings is now available in high definition. I think we've been available in high definition, at least as far as audio goes. I mean, I guess that depends. I don't really know. Does it count as high definition? I don't know what high definition is, so... <laughs> I could define it, but it's probably not worth going into. At least with the podcast, we don't have to worry about the uh, thing that YouTube does, where it decreases the sound quality along with the uh, video quality. Why would they do that? Um, usually the reason that you're decreasing video quality is for internet purposes, which audio is almost as bad as video, but it's not actually as bad as video. Yeah, doesn't it use a lot less bandwidth? Not as much less as you would think, but yeah, a lot less. Anyways, as you know, these are all jokes because, I don't know, we're trying to be funny. But, uh, not, not true, so don't, don't email us angrily. We're not available visually in high definition, at least. Ain't nobody wants to see my face in high definition. <laughs> I see, I see. <laughs> Just do a bit of video touch-up and we're fine. Well, that's true. Yeah, just because it's high definition doesn't mean it has to be real things that are being defined, right? <laughs> New idea. We release it in high definition, but both of our faces are massively blurred out so that you can't tell what they are. Make us look like witness protection program people. Let's just replace ourselves with Vocaloid avatars. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We, we just need to both become VTubers. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that, I think. Um... Is it hard? I, don't I know. know how to rig one, but it's not a small process. Okay, well, um, email us. That's not to say that I wouldn't be willing to do it, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> email us if you it's want to It's probably not VTubers. priority number one. <laughs> if enough people demand it, then then we'll make Atheo do it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It would at least be interesting. Okay, well, uh, moving on. Although I'd have to pay an artist for yeah. the avatar mm. that's fine is if enough people ask for it we'll, we'll do it <laughs> there we I, go. enough i mean a lot i mean more people than are currently listening to our podcast <laughs> oh man okay let's move on hi everyone my name is eunice i'm the author of fantasia and eternal source and if my pitch of voice is lower than usual it's because i'm tired <laughs> Uh, okay. And I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame, and honestly, when I'm tired, my pitch goes up, not down, but well, maybe that's just me. That's because you're probably... everyone's going towards their natural range of voice, and mine is actually... It's true. ...extremely low, but I raise it to sound more friendly and exciting, um, <laughs> except when I'm you tired. Know, this is like the very bottom of my range. Yeah, so... I think the bottom so of your range. So that's probably why. I think my voice is lower than yours. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, moving on. Um, today, I have been informed that it's my turn to bring an idea, and I do it's have one. That's a little bit weird, but it's fine. Okay. All of my ideas are a little bit weird. We've gone over this before. We're gonna skip it because I just brought it up. Anyway, um, essentially, what I have is a superhero setting, where Every person who has powers has a projection 
and an expression. The projection is sort of the base thing to it. So like fire or water or ice or beef stew, you know, like a material or, a, or an action or something that you would sort of expect as, as nouny. Um, and then your expression is your, um, is your verb. So control fire, heal with beef stew, heal with ice, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. The weird part of this comes when I say that you cannot express your own projection. So if you have fire and control, you can't control fire. Instead, what you do is you choose people who are nearby to sort of share your projection with, and then they can use it through their expression. Okay. So let's say we have, you know, fire control and beef stew healing. You know, just, again, beef stew, just because it's kind of ridiculous. So what you would have is the person with the beef stew healing would be able to heal with fire, and the person with fire control would be able to control beef stew. Well, that that seems like the loser in that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But what, I, what I'm getting at is that, like, Maybe you can, like, share your projection among people and, like, split the power level of it. So, like, the projection controls the power level, and the expression controls the control and skill and all of that. Okay. What determines these projections and expressions? Uh, the shrug of God. We arbitrarily assign them. Okay. Do people have really ridiculous ones, like beef stew? I would say yes. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> one person gets fire. One person gets, like... Well, I mean, if your verb is defenestrate, so defenestrate fire, you can throw fire out of windows. No, other people can throw fire out of windows. Or you can throw... Well, no, your, if your verb is, is... That's your expression. So, like, you meet somebody with the fire projection, and your verb is defenestrate, you can throw fire out of windows. And not do anything else. That's your only power. Well, I mean, you know, if your verb was defenestrate, you would just carry a window around. I mean, obviously, you would, like, take measures to make your weird powers make sense. That would be funny. You know, superheroes who have to, like, carry around tools that are, like, <laughs> tiny windows or, like, <laughs> umbrellas or <laughs> just weird objects. But, you know, they're trying to make them look, like, superhero-y, so, like, it's on top of a scepter or something. Or <laughs> Honestly, I think the thing that makes this one really weird is that occasionally you'll get somebody with, like, a stupid, strong, particular combination with one other person, but, like, the other side of that combo is kind of worthless. So you'd have, like, a crazy powerful superhero who has a weakness sitting somewhere around the battlefield. Well, you have to be that close? Oh, yeah. I was thinking, like, you need to be... Like, the long range of this would be a kilometer. And that's, like, crazy. That's the outside. Okay. Well, you know, if this is a superhero world, then, you know, people are trying to find partners that where both of them, the power mixes is good. But yeah, like if one side is good enough, then the other person is kind of 
like, okay, I guess I'll be a sidekick to the crazy good power. It's a whole system that in, that involves the sidekick, you know? You have your Batman who has, like, super perception or something, and then Robin's got, like, nothing. Like, uh, I think this is a world where we can justify the existence of mech suits. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. Mostly for sidekicks. Just to keep them alive. <laughs> That's way funnier, actually. <laughs> There's a whole mech fight going on on the side of the superhero fight with the sidekicks going at each other, but their powers suck. Their powers suck, and it's just like they're just showing off features of their mech suits, to, depending on who spent more money on features. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a skill to piloting, too. I should have upgraded my speed booster. <laughs> and... You know, like if you if you cut scene back and forth between the fights, like probably like the 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 not one... even back and forth, they're happening like right next to each other. But like probably it would be really funny to just make like the mech fight like way lamer in terms of like the amount of destructive power being unleashed. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's gonna be the case, it's right? Just, like on the on the side, it's like two children batting ineffectively at each other. <laughs> I mean, they're they're trying. They're really trying. And, you know, they do have the intent to stay out of the ways of the people with the crazy powers. And honestly, they're in more danger from, like, stray shots from the main fight than from the other Oh, it's side. not even stray shots. Like, the intent of the main fight is to get into the secondary fight and take out the opponents. Oh, yeah. That's true, because if you kill the partner, then the powerful guy is out. Kind of screwed, yeah. Okay, so it's like they're... Both of the powered people are trying to kill the other's partner, but, like, obviously... It's like keep away, but, like, we're both exactly. of them are both it and not it. <laughs> I mean, there's also the both sides of it get a moderately effective power, which, you know, yeah. equally useful. And there's also, you know, where both sides are just incredibly, incredibly scarily powerful. Uh... Well, we don't yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I think that that would that brings up the sort of interesting thing that I wanted to add, where like you can project to multiple people if you're willing to dilute the power of those projections a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like you know, let's say you have durability projection, and that's well, it's not like durability; it would be like durableness. But moving on from that, um, you have a projection of durability, and somebody else has control and then somebody else has self-application so one person can make themselves super durable with it and the other person can make other things like less durable and you can do you can sort of fuel both of those powers at the same time just less strongly than if you were just fueling one of them yeah that you know combo powers hero teams are how you get uh I think the interesting part of that, at least to me personally, is hero teams are how you get sort of kitchen sink powers. So if you have like six people, the expectation is all six of them are going to have a bunch of really moderate powers. Like moderate to low tier powers. Well, actually what might be happening is they become more like, what do you call it? Like utility or like strategy where it's like, they actually vary how much they power up each individual person and they I have mean, like yeah. they have like 
don't know, configuration. So they go like, Clan A! And then they go into a certain set of powers. They're yelling out configurations and all their powers are shifting around mid-fight. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, they they do a huddle before each mission where it's kind of like, you know, football team strategy where they're drawing diagrams on the field. <laughs> I, you can tell I don't know how sports works, but um, they have a game plan. <laughs> they call out like code words that mean like certain things are about to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, rather than following the the path of uh, just the you know the the top tier pairs that are just like, no, I don't need any strategy, I just have godlike powers. It's like these guys are like, no, no, we're, we have to be smart and scrappy. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of those ones where they just have two people and it's like, I have fire control, you have ice control. Together, we make a stupidly effective team. Yeah. Well, I mean, having the control expression is pretty, you know, overpowered. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, you just have to find someone with an element you like, and then you can do what you want with it. I would say that's a really rare one. Just but like what if control. You're, what if you're, like, you know, friends with somebody who's got chicken noodle soup? Control. What if you're friends with somebody who's got, I don't know, um, rosemary control? There we go. Ooh. Someone just that has, like, an enhanced one. <laughs> enhanced. Enhanced fire. Enhanced poison (laughs) (laughs) it's like yep so turns out yesterday you touched some poison ivy and i'm gonna make you regret it (laughs) well i mean if you could just use something aerosolized and if you can like enhance parts of it and just like so like for most people it's equivalent to tear gas and then for this one person it's lethal yeah it's like, the, if they can enhance toxins... I mean, tear gas sucks. I don't recommend getting hit by it, but... But, um, you know, like, if someone can enhance toxins that are currently in your body, uh, that's, uh, you're gonna die, because, uh, there's always toxins in your body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the joke here is, like, you could get something like healing control. You don't cause someone to heal, but you can control it when it's happening. You can cause them to not heal. No. But you can change the form that the healing takes. As in, make them highly disfigured? Yeah. Okay. I I know it's vaguely horrifying, but that's like what this setting is about, you know? You try and add like 70 different combinations that all vaguely suck, and then very occasionally you get some that are just existentially horrifying. So, you know, if you're going to write this, probably just put a bunch of verbs and a bunch of nouns on two dartboards and just, you know, go for it. <laughs> I, I would recommend actually being more discriminatory than that about your word selection, but... No, no. Mm, do a do random word generator style. <laughs> that's how you generate powers in your world? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you could, like, uh, generate a hundred and then just pick your favorite. It's more like generate eight and pick your favorite, but no, you know. No, no, no. Generate a hundred and be like, ooh, that's a good one. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> you know, like things like chicken noodle soup, it's like, you're like, well, that's a lame power. But like, you know, it's not really that different from control water, except you have to bring your own soup. 
to the fight. <laughs> well, I mean, if you also find somebody who's got create chicken noodle soup, or summon chicken noodle soup, then you have unlimited amounts. Of, you can solve world hunger. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not just about fighting. Why is everything just about fighting? <laughs> All right, new superhero setting. We do logistics with superpowers. Yeah, if if you can create chicken noodle soup, you could you could you go provide disaster relief. You could. Honestly, probably a thing to uh, to actually do. Yeah. Like you know, lots of people are like, oh, you can't really fight with your chicken noodle soup creation power. It's like okay, but I can solve hunger in a country for a while. You know, you could you could be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Multiply chicken noodles. Like, yeah. Well, you're getting in your superpower fight. Let me just solve hunger for this country. Yeah, why are we fighting? Everyone just sit down, have some soup. Let's all be friends. Chicken noodle soup that's uh, pacifying. Now, now I want to go down the tangent of heroes who aren't fighters. Honestly, that would probably be the coolest thing in this setting where you just have like a whole bunch of hero teams that are, they're straight up called hero teams, but they don't really fight. They just dump like massive amounts of good things into the world that aren't, um, that aren't by stopping bad people. You're just like, yeah, so in this area, we have managed to create a near infinite energy machine. That's just going to do that thing. As long as you have someone who's got multiply. Uh. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's sort of a power limit on it, right? So you couldn't multiply indefinitely, but you could do it a lot. Or maybe instead of like multiplying energy directly, they multiply uh, rare materials needed to make solar panels. <laughs> or some such... Solar panels are not the thing that requires a whole lot of rare materials. Okay, enriched uranium. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, so we may have to find someone whose <laughs> area of effect is enriched uranium. <laughs> also, uranium as the, as the uh, projection. That's horrifying. The question is, like, does everyone know when, just instinctively what they're words are or do they have to... I would say that they know instinctively what their what their um, effect is but I wouldn't necessarily say they know what their projection is so you know there's there's like a process that people go through where they walk through the I don't know buildings filled with many kinds of different objects to try and figure that out well no it's more like you find somebody who can create or summon or cause to appear somehow, whatever your expression is, and then you create a very small amount of it, because, like, antimatter projection, not good. No, well, like, what if someone's is, like, multiply, so you need some to... Well, that's to the expression. With. That's the one that I'm saying you do have some knowledge of. I'm saying you know what your expression is, but you don't know what your projection is. Oh, well, oh, so they have to have people who are testers, where their verb is create. Or, like, know things about, uh, learn, <laughs> or understand. There we go. Somebody whose uh, expression is understand. And it's like, 
I don't know what you just sent me, but never find anybody who can create whatever the hell it is that you just sent me. It's like anti-iron or something. You know, something just horrifying that would explode everybody. Well, I mean, if someone says, like, understand, then they're... Yeah, they would go through life, like, uh, discovering people's powers for free because every time they, like, make contact, they understand a new subject. <laughs> I would say that they lose that understanding as soon as they lose the, um, as soon as they're no longer being projected to. That's no fun. I want someone who's horrifyingly knowledgeable. <laughs> okay, maybe they don't lose all of the knowledge, just the supernatural expression into it. Like, you know, like, it just decays, like, normal memory over time, if unused. Fair enough. But, you know, it's like someone who has a workable knowledge of everything they've ever encountered over multiple well, decades. not everything they've encountered, only the things they've encountered in projections. Yeah, but they work as a projection discoverer, so they That's do- That's true. They meet, like, <laughs> ten people a day. <laughs> And they get paid to do it. <laughs> I have discovered that your projection is, um, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's a very specific brand of tires. Oh, not brands. <laughs> that's, that's too much. Yeah, probably brands is too much. No brands. But, like, it's a very specific size of tires. Maybe I'm not just... entirely sure what to tell you about that. It's, I'm sorry. It's, uh... <laughs> One species of rare plant, which... Uh, if you can find somebody who can make them, great. If you can't, I'm sorry. Hey, we can bring back plants from extinction. It's like, actually, you're, it's, a, it's an extinct plant. You just need to go find someone with a create, and we can bring back a flower. <laughs> Is there a reason for us to bring back a flower? Eh... Because it's cool. And also so your your power will work. <laughs> well, it's not your power that'll work. It's anybody that you decide to give a power to. No, because the, 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 the noun is the one that you keep. The noun is the one that you keep, but it's never the power that you use. Yeah, it is. You said you, you give the verb away. No, I said the opposite. You give the noun away. Well, you give the noun away? Yeah! Oh! Okay, you get the noun away. Ah. Oh. So, like, the people who have really good verbs, they're like, they're always the sidekicks. <laughs> no, it's the people who have, the people who have really good verbs are the, are the heroes. Yeah, but the sidekick heroes, because they give the verb away. <laughs> no, they give the noun away. I'm getting confused again. They give the noun you, away. You've gotten it backwards <laughs> you in your head somehow, and then after I corrected it, you said, oh, and then still had it backward. <laughs> oh, no. You give... You give, give the noun away. You keep, keep the, the verb. verb. Okay. So people who have good nouns are the sidekicks. Yeah. The people who have good <laughs> nouns without having good verbs, those are the sidekicks. Okay. Sad. I mean, it's not that sad. You still get to be a, a sidekick. I, the downside is that you're also a target when you're the sidekick. Yeah. And, like, people want to kidnap you, too. Um, I don't know how useful that would be, given that you can choose to retract giving your noun at any time. You know, threats and uh, 
Okay, hostages. but like, if you're fighting against a hero to prevent my being saved, I can just pull my power away from you. And then yeah. you're kind of stuck. Yeah, but you know, it could be like, there's a device that's like, if I, if the person holding you hostage is, dies, then you die. Because there's a bomb in your brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's classic supervillain shenanigans. I'm Probably laughing would happen once or because twice. that actually happened in our stupid tabletop game. <laughs> We're not supposed to explain where half this idea came from. Okay. Or actually, if you have a good noun, then people are constantly trying to woo you away from your current partner. Exactly. <laughs> Sidekicks get paid better than heroes. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. It's like, just people constantly sending you gifts because they want you to switch your partnerships so they can be the ones that get the glory rather than your current partner. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, it's uh, it's like drama, you know? Like, it'll be like uh, during the entertainment news. It's all about like who's breaking up and pairing up together and, <laughs> and the new... And the new boy band that's actually like a team of good-looking superheroes put together for the sake of selling pictures. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. I'm mainly making... Half of them have music-related powers, the other half don't. And they just uh, make uh, pretty visual effects. <laughs> half of them have music-related powers, the other have, have visual. And one has a really good verb. But their noun is something stupid. Uh, speakers. That's that's their noun. Speakers. Good luck. You can make it work, as long as you find the right verb. <laughs> you could make it work, but it's not, like, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, I, I, I think, like, Maybe there's a there's a, some fairness in the system. So like, the more specific your noun is, the more generalized your verb is, or something like is that. Is that fairness? I think that's fair. Otherwise, it's like one of them is like really specific, like microscope, and then your verb is also really specific, like remove one tenth of. Actually, that's pretty powerful. <laughs> that is an incredibly powerful ability. <laughs> uh, Find somebody out here with space or something. Uh, remove one-tenth of. <laughs> it's like, remove one-tenth of space. Uh, that's actually an incredibly da damaging uh, thing, depending on what you're removing. Remove a tenth of, of the space inside somebody's skull. Remove a tenth of this mountain range. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of broken, actually. <laughs> okay, that wasn't a good example of a really specific... Um, I, again, this is what Defenestrate is for. Or No, because you could just carry a window around, and it would be fine. <laughs> you could just point your window at whatever you want to shoot fire out of. <laughs> yeah, but then you're carrying windows around. Hey, what counts as a window, right? Because, like, is the little lens of a of a telescope a window? I think so. You look through it, spin out glass. I don't think I would call that a window for the purposes of defenestration. But, or is it, like, it's only defenestration if, if you, like, break the window on the way out? 
Okay, that would be terrible. <laughs> That'd be funny. Then you'd have to carry a lot of windows. Like, if you had to break the window on the way out, that yeah. would be awful. Although it would do something for the power level if you're dealing with something like light. Or, you know, they could just... Because, like, light powerful enough to blow out a window. They could just work in, like, New York City. Where isn't there a window? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but rises. you'd also get charged for your destruction of property as a hero, I would assume. Well, I mean, not charged, but, like, you know, like... Maybe not charged, but they're not a fan of it either. Yeah, but, I mean, you wouldn't... It wouldn't be, like, oh, you know, I'm trying to do something minor. It's more like there's a global villain that's attacking the city, and I'm going to defenestrate the crap out of him. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to defenestrate the villain unless you had, like, you know body disfenestration. Well, yeah, but it would be, like, that wouldn't be the most effective way to hurt somebody. It really wouldn't. Probably survive being thrown out a window, even if it's very high. <laughs> well, maybe they can I can't. mean, it really depends on it, what their power it is, It really right? does depend. <laughs> maybe all you gotta do is throw them off the Empire State Building and your problems are solved. Yeah, I would also say that, like, more powerful nouns have a shorter range on their, uh, because that's the balance that I would actually introduce, is the more powerful your noun, the shorter your um, your range of being able to share it is. Oh, like the mountain range person? <laughs> yeah, so like mountain range is not one that you can share from like half a kilometer away. You gotta be like within 10, 20 meters. No, that's a contact one. <laughs> Time would be a contact one. Space would be a contact one. Okay. But a mountain range is like... 10, 20 meters. Sure. <laughs> I don't think we should let people have time as they're now. Why not? Because it's too complicated. <laughs> well, that's why it's contact only, so you just need to break the contact. Yeah, but it's just like create time, stop time, multiply time. Create time is horrifying, and I love it. You know, like... Remove one-tenth of time. <laughs> like, you know, like, the fact that you can just pair up with anybody makes that, like, a ridiculous... Like, no, we can't... We can't... We can't I have love a, the insanity that this creates. We can't have a functional universe where people are still alive, where someone has time as their thing. Well, again, like, it it sort of depends on the, on the, on the power level involved here. Because, like, I would say that, like... For somebody with stop time, maybe you can stop time in a short, like, fairly small area. Okay, but, like, what if the verb is literally remove one-tenth of? You can't really limit the power... In a small area. That would still break the universe! I mean, temporarily, so you just make it so that the universe solves impossible issues and gets to the closest possible result. That would... Like, no! You can't just delete a tenth of time! It, no matter how small the area is. <laughs> how do you fix that? You, you can't fix that. <laughs> it's, you... it's essentially just moving in slow motion. No, no, it's not. It's like... Yeah, it is. How, no, it's like you skipped, you skipped a minute there. And how... Well, I... yeah, there were bits of time that were skipped, and that made you about 10% slower. Not in an individual motion, but over the course of time. Which is extraordinarily confusing, but it's not necessarily 
impossible if you have a universe that's trying to continue. Okay, so this is a world where the universe is actively trying to save itself from being destroyed by... <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's never updated the power system. Because it's too busy solving all the problems that the power system causes. Okay, so there's some, some somebody in charge of this whole system and they got what they deserved for allowing... <laughs> like, someone, they're always like, who allowed abstract concepts to be, fall into the noun list? <laughs> I mean, they're not particularly common. Uh, most people have like real like noun nouns, tangible nouns. Occasionally, a few few people have proper nouns. So it's just like multiply things named Bob. <laughs> just got extra large shirts. Uh, you just have to make multiply sure. things named Bob would like. That really depends on what it considers to be named Bob. Because if you have somebody who has that ability to just, like, name stuff around them stupid things and is just happy with that, that would be incredibly strong. It would also be incredibly strong if you were named Bob and you have Multiply and you found somebody with things named Bob. Yeah, no, no, I think it has to be... And would changing your name to Bob work? Yes, it would. So it would have to be, like... I think the way the power would acknowledge it is, like, it has to be not just your pet name or whatever. It has to be, like, other people call you Bob. It's like a, a the universe generally knows you as Bob. Yeah. So if you legally change your name to Bob and people start calling you Bob, then your name would be Bob and then you can multiply yourself. <laughs> and, like, uh, uh, for, like, inanimate objects, that's the officially named. So, like, if you uh, donate money to a university and get a specific bench named Bob, then it works. You could duplicate that bench? Yeah, the Bob Memorial Bench could be duplicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, there's a bunch of, like, uh, like uh, sponsored, um, like, objects that, like, normally people wouldn't sponsor. It's like, why why is this lamppost, like, have, have this memorial plaque on it? It's like, don't worry about it. It's incredibly stupid. It's central to, like, one of the local hero's powers. Yeah, and they just go around sponsoring more items. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll pay you $1,000 if you just stick this plaque on the bench outside your I house. I actually really like this world for the <laughs> amount of just stupid garbage that's going on in the background. Oh my god. I don't even know. This is... Like, we need an explanation for why the world hasn't destroyed itself, other than the universe is desperately trying to reassert normality. <laughs> I mean, it's a fun enough setting that what you do is instead you just, like, never bring it up and just assume that it's gonna be like this forever. You assume the status quo. Does it make sense? No. Okay. Unless, there, unless you really want to add... um Somebody with the noun status quo and somebody else with the uh, verb uh, normalization or, like, creation or reversion. So status quo reversion every time something terrible happens. Uh, yes. There's actually an immortal pair that is kept a, a, in a secure well, function. status quo and reversion, the, the status quo for somebody's body is... Yeah, no, they are immortal. That's what I said. It's like, somebody questions, like, why hasn't the world, like, 
destroyed itself yet, and then like they finally those get, two people over there. They get high <laughs> high enough in the in the hero hierarchy corporation that they get. To well, they're meet. not even like high up in the hero hierarchy or corporation or whatever. They're pretty much just like mythological figures at this point. They're like, yeah, they keep everything from blowing up. Don't yeah. know what's up with that. It just happens. Uh, they don't do missions, but they do come to the annual Christmas party. The secret one. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do missions, but they are the most important people in our organization, by far. Uh, and their their code name is Status Quo. That's just their team name. Their code name. <laughs> 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 it's just like, anytime somebody breaks something, they're on it. <laughs> It's more like when things get irreparably broken. Because when things get a little broken, they like want to allow things to change in some ways, but they also don't want to allow like the world to blow up. Yeah, but no, they're still they're still reversing like at least four or five things a day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredibly funny. Which is like in the middle of the Christmas party, they step out three times. Like, excuse us. <laughs> Like, are you guys always this busy? Yes. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I haven't slept for an uninterrupted eight hours since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> so they and, found each other when they were like, what, 12 and 15 or whatever? Oh, yeah, they're, they're childhood friends back in the Renaissance. Uh, <laughs> 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 like,. And since I was 12, and I'm, like, 800 years old. It's not like, oh, I'm 40. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've been aging, but it's been a very extraordinarily careful process. And it's slow. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they look like 25. It's like, uh, we, you know, I'm biologically 25, but I'm 800. So, according to our projections, we'll live for another... 3, well, it's more years. like they intentionally allowed themselves to age up, and now they don't need to do that anymore, now that they're old enough to go places without problems. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, they could, they, maybe they they look like 21, and it's like, ha, you're, uh, people still ask for ID when you try and buy alcohol. <laughs> look, if I got asked for ID to buy alcohol for the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Look, I, I I aspire to look that good later in life, okay? I guess. I don't know. I've always looked younger than I am, but, um... I've usually... Well, okay, I looked older than I was until I was 20, and at that point, people started thinking I was younger than I was. Yeah, like, uh... I think it was only one or two years ago, somebody thought I was still in high school. And I'm like... Wow. Thank you? But then other people were asking me if I was married, and I was like, Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we've got actually like a world and a magic system sort of. I guess it's more like a power system. Um, we don't have a main character or our plot. We can scrape this together at the last minute. It's fine. You can just do a quirky pair number three, or uh, you know, someone with a really, really specific power that a specific disaster needs. Because maybe there's a lot of people who don't work as heroes, but they're registered uh, as... Gigantic just... stuffed rabbit. What? As their noun? They're like in the capital R reserve. Uh, and it's just like they're in the database for when really See, specific... I, 
I think I would be more interested in like a hero team with all terrible nouns and terrible verbs that happen to combine into an effective hero team when you have like full setups. Sure. Just because that would be fun. It's the kind of thing that I like to do. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to like drum it up out of nothing. If I had to do this idea, I would have to use a random word generator and then just be look for combos because uh, I'm not really good with the making intricate plots thing if it, nobody's noticed by now. That's something that I'm fairly good at, unfortunately. Um, Unnecessarily complex plots. It's It's been pointed out to me before that sometimes my plots are a little bit too complex. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know... A team, yeah, like, uh, it'd be like when One Direction was made by, like, a five guys who just wanted to be singers but then got put into a boy band and became extremely um, successful. Uh, it's just like, you know, five people who didn't think that their powers were suitable to be in a hero group. And, then, and honestly, they were right. But, you know, sometimes that doesn't mean you're right forever. Maybe there's a person whose entire job is to look through the reserve powers. You do it like the, um, what's that? Like the, like the talent manager who goes around scouting out groups and like creating new hero groups. Yeah. And like 80% of them fail, but the 20% that succeed, that's awesome. No, I wouldn't say 80% of them fail, but I think it, it's like they may not come up with very many teams per, per year or whatever. So, like, most managers have, like, a 50% failure rate, and then the particular manager that's pulling this team together has, like, 0% failure. I only come up with one team every three years. Yeah. And it's always, like, really, like, it was, like, oh, like, this one person turned 18 and got added to the reserve list, and then suddenly it's, like, yep, I've been waiting for that that one person. So as always, there's, like, one 18-year-old and then, like, three 50-year-olds. And they don't even send... <laughs> They, like, know about the power in advance, and they don't even, like, send, like, a notice of interest to them when they're, like, 16 or something. So this 16-year-old goes up and, like, oh, I'll never be a hero, but I'll sign up for the reserve list anyway. And then just, like, before the registration is all the way in, they get a letter in the mail. It's like, come show up at this place, and there's a contract, like, with the salary offer already in the... Better. I'm just like I've been I've been waiting for you in a not creepy way I swear <laughs> see I think I would lean into the sort of eccentric manager angle and I would make it so that they're extremely creepy like 90% of the time but they're not like gross creepy they're just creepy and then you know like they also like don't tell like the other four people in the reserve that they're like on a they're in, like, a perspective team. Yeah, the, and they're just waiting, and they know that the fifth person is coming. They just <laughs> haven't turned 18 yet or whatever. <laughs> it's they like, have no idea, and then all of a sudden, all of them get a letter in the mail on the same day. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, I'm I'm 40, I have, like, a full career. It would have been really nice to know in advance for life planning reasons. To uh, <laughs> that, uh, I might be. I recruited. don't think they'd grab people who are in their forties, but you know, somebody who's eighteen and somebody in their thirties—that'd be okay. No, they would. If it's like, I, I, I know you don't want to, like, you don't want to leave your established career, but like, I can't explain to you how awesome this team is gonna be. <laughs> you have to come. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to come. Um, I think offering like, them way too much money too. Yeah, like this particular team buildy person probably has like a power that's like foresight or some some something something. <laughs> Or like, maybe it's a maybe it's two of them, and they have two powers that work together for like team building foresight and knowledge. Or maybe it's just like combined people, <laughs> but not 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 literally. We're not doing like a people fusion, but like the way that it works is like they just make really good teams. <laughs> like these two people make stupidly good teams. We still haven't figured out why, and they won't tell us our, their powers. So we think it has something to do with that. Um, or maybe, like, this person, like, doesn't even know why they're gonna make a good team. <laughs> they just know that they do. It's like, uh, uh, figure it out amongst yourselves. I've done my part of the work. And, and, uh... My work here is done. But you haven't done anything. My work here is done. And, like, the hero organization is, like, so used to, like, this turning out well that they're like, yeah, do whatever you want. Approved. <laughs> no, don't, I don't need your, I don't need the reasons. <laughs> Look, I know you've got reasons. I don't know what they are. It's fine. You don't know what they are either, you know. We're <laughs> but uh, they're a results-oriented organization. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be, you know, with this much random nonsense going on around them um okay so you know make a random team of uh you know some old people some young people some people in between they have really specific and weird powers that work nicely together and then uh you know fight some baddies or maybe we get to put together the team that ends world hunger you know it's it's up to you you know that's also a thing that you could do yeah yeah. So yeah, this team gets together and they end world hunger, and that's sort of their whole thing. I mean, at that point, I'd lead into the like ridiculous star show nature of this, where the you... interpersonal drama matters. But the goal is just sort of there as a goal. It's a thing that they're doing, but it's not really the point. It's like, ooh, you stopped a bank robber. Well, I solved world hunger, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the scale you know, of on deep. balance of things that we've done, <laughs> or like I I destroyed uh, polio, <laughs> and I can bring I it made, back too. <laughs> I made all super uh, diseases not exist, but I can bring them back. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to find somebody else, but you could. Yep. I don't yep. know why you'd want to. <laughs> It's not that you would want to. It's that if people piss you off, you would threaten to do it. <laughs> I don't think I would even threaten to do that. That seems horrible. I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily threaten to do it, but I would just like occasionally I might remind, remind them that people I could. I could. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't threaten to do it. I'd just be like, I mean, you're aware I can do this, right? Yeah, you are aware. I'm I not going to. I can like, make malaria a super thing. Yeah. This is so funny. <laughs> you know, just casually sprinkle in people with horrifying powers. Like, no biggie. Exactly. Alright, so... Okay. I kind of love this. Uh, but we'll leave it to somebody else to write, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, even if somebody else writes it, you can write it, and it'll be a completely different story. Cause it's true. That's how this works. Lie. But, um, yeah, if you like this idea, email us, 
at listeners.unwrittenimaginings.com. I mean, write it first. We don't want to talk about your nonsense, like, dreams about the future in ten years when you're... I mean, if you are actively starting writing it, I do enjoy, you know, progress updates on this sort of thing. But not over a ten-year timeline, okay? You have, like, one year to get something out, and then I'm not interested Excuse in you Excuse me, ten-year timelines are fine. No, no, they're not. I don't want to encourage... I prefer a much shorter timeline than that, to be honest. But, yeah. you know, if it takes you absolutely ages, it's fine. No. No, don't do it. Do it fast. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, we'd appreciate it if you could like, rate, or review us on whichever podcast platform of choice you're using. If you want to be a guest on our show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you.